Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this afternoon, I'll be leading a guided reflection on compassion. Uh, but first, before we begin, I want to just tell a little story that kind of illustrates um, aspects of compassion or the need for compassion. I was at the Forest Refuge, and those of you who don't know what the Forest Refuge is, it's a place in Massachusetts. It's a very quiet place to practice. It's part of the Insight Meditation Society Retreat Center. It's off in the woods separately. Shell and I have been there many times. It's a very quiet environment. There's only 30 rooms. There's only one bell that's rung a day. You're pretty much on your own. And so I was up there for an extended period of time, and uh, um, I started noticing that there was some strong sensations in a back molar in, in my tooth. So I'd been on, you know, been on retreat for a couple, three weeks at the time, and I'm just like, well, all right, strong sensation, you know, unpleasant, working with it. And over a couple days, it just intensified and intensified, and I'm working with it. And finally, the insight comes, don't be stupid, go to a dentist. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, I talked to the staff there and they arranged, I didn't, I didn't have a car with me. So they arranged, somebody took me, took me to the dentist. And uh, he said, oh, you know, it's got to come out, you know. So he starts taking it out and it breaks. And he goes, oh, well, we're going to have to do a little oral surgery on the spot. And so, well, well, okay then, as they say in the Midwest. Um, so he starts digging at it, and he's sweating, and I'm like doing my practice the best that I can, um, you know. <clears throat> and so he sews me up and everything. He says, it's going to hurt, and, you know, here's a prescription. Get the prescription filled. And so I thought... I don't have to, I don't have to do that. So I went back to my room and that night it's like, whoa. And I got ice, you know, on the side of my face and it's kind of up and I'm working with it, working with it. And I'm feeling a little sorry for myself. And, um, um, and then I had this idea, I am not going to sleep. I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm not the only one who's suffering. At this moment in time, there's 7 billion other people out there. Many of them or most of them are suffering somehow. So I called to mind every person that I knew that I could think of, that I knew kind of well enough. It wasn't like I, I didn't call to mind, you know, famous people or anything like that. I don't know any famous people. But the people that I did know, I'd call them to mind, and then I'd reflect on on their life. How might they be suffering? Oh yeah, this one's suffering because their children are in trouble, and they're and they're really in agony over that. Oh, this one's in a very difficult job situation. Oh, this one has a uh, physical issue. You know. Oh, this one is like really you know, in a difficult economic situation. And each person, 
I went through, I did this for hours because I wasn't going to sleep. You know, each person that I brought up, they were suffering in some manner and some people suffering in multiple manners, you know, relationship issues combined with money issues, combined with children running amok or whatever it might be. And so that was informative to me. It's like, you know, Shell was speaking about it. Sometimes when it's really unpleasant, we learn in a way that kind of sticks or it gets into us in a way. And really from, from that point on, I've never looked at another person and didn't have the realization either up front or just floating there, they're suffering in some way. I may not know them well enough yet to know what that is, but we all have our stuff that we're working through, and we're all deserving of compassion. It is not easy getting born into this creation. You know, it just... That's the way it rolls. There's a lot we can learn and grow, but, you know, it's not easy, you know. So that's just as a kind of preamble to compassion and, and, you know, the importance of um, experiencing it and generating it and receiving it. So... um, as we do this practice, uh, feel free to change your position, squiggle, squirm, whatever. We don't want to be fighting the body so much. Uh, want to be as comfortable as you can be. And let's begin by taking a few deep breaths, exaggerated breaths, nice and big, and releasing on the exhale, discharging any tension. And then settling into that comfortable position, collected and comfortable. And so as we practice, you're going to be invited to, in a way, juggle three balls at once. This is the traditional way. There'll be a vis- generating a visualization or a felt sense. They'll be reflecting on some phrases. And they'll be bringing forward the best that you're able, some feelings and the warmth of compassion. So sitting and feeling the aliveness, Connecting with that reservoir of friendliness and compassion, if it's available. And begin to breathe through the heart, through that reservoir of friendliness and compassion. And feel how you treasure your own life. Sometimes you need to 
really guard yourself in the face of the sorrows that that come to you. And so continuing to breathe through the heart and bring to mind, if you will, someone who you would consider a loved one. Visualize that being. And if visualization isn't your thing, bring up a felt sense of what it's like to be near that that being. What does it feel like in their presence? So visualize them and feel your natural caring for them. Notice how they have a place in your heart. And with each breath, with each exhale, extending that care from that reservoir of friendliness and compassion to this being. And as you do this, let yourself become aware of their measure of sorrow. How they might be suffering in this life. Their challenges. the obstacles in their path. And feel how your heart naturally opens and wishes them well. How it extends comfort easily to them. And how your heart quivers and shares the pain that they're experiencing and how it meets it with compassion. That's the natural response of the heart to the suffering of a loved one. And so as you continue to breathe through your heart and to hold that visualization or felt sense, I'll say some phrases and you can reflect on them. And these phrases are just convenient phrases. You can develop your own simplify or elaborate. There's no magic to any particular phrases. And so holding that loved one in clear vision, seeing their face, 
continuing to breathe through the heart. May you be held in compassion and of reciting these phrases internally as you face this loved one. May you be held in compassion. May your pain and sorrow be eased. May your heart be at peace. Continuing to breathe through the heart. Holding that person. May you be held in compassion. May your pain and sorrow be eased. May your heart be at peace. Extending your compassion to the loved one. And now, now imagine that that loved one turns their compassionate gaze back toward you. And they acknowledge the measure of sorrow that you carry. Seeing them clearly, experiencing the relational field as their compassionate energy reaches and surrounds and infuses you. And hear them when they say to you, receive if you are able. When they say to you, may you be held in compassion. May your pain and sorrow be eased. May you be at peace. Exploring if it's possible to open in that relational field and to receive from that loved one. May you be held in compassion. May your pain and sorrow be eased. May you be at peace. Let these compassionate wishes wash over you. May they 
Allow them, if you're able, to touch your heart. Now, directing that same compassion to yourself. May I be held in compassion. May my pain and sorrow be eased. May I be at peace. Extending that care to yourself. May I be held in compassion. May my pain and sorrow be eased. May I be at peace. Continue to breathe through your heart now and extend that compassion to someone else, another loved one. Visualize them. Utilize those phrases or your own. May they be held in compassion. May their pain and sorrow be eased. And may they be at peace. And continuing, breathing through that heart of compassion and extending that care to everyone here in this room. and extending that care beyond the grounds of Seven Oaks, across the countryside, through the cities and international boundaries and Extending that wish for pain and sorrow to be eased. Extending it especially to those who are in areas of war and are suffering great fear 
those in refugee camps. May their pain and sorrow ease. Those languishing in prisons, may their pain and sorrow ease. Those who are ill, those who may be dying alone this afternoon. May their pain and sorrow ease. And extending that care also to those individuals who have the power to make peace in this world and the power to distribute resources equitably and the power to support the dignity for all beings and the environment. May those who have power, may the suffering and pain and struggle that they endure, that may be affecting their decision-making, that may be affecting the ability of their hearts to open, to see clearly, and to feel the suffering of others. May their pain and suffering be eased. May they come to act skillfully and with compassion. And extending that care also to all the other creatures who share this fragile, fragile biosphere. Those that walk, crawl, swim, fly, and are rooted in the ground. May their pain and suffering be eased. May they be at peace. And extending that care even beyond this little blue planet to worlds and beings unknown. Extending that care into the past, touching all our ancestors, all those who have come before. and into the future, those yet to be born. And may all beings be held in compassion. May all beings have their pain and sorrow eased. May all beings be at peace. And may all beings be free.
And for the last minute or so, direct your compassionate warmth to wherever you feel it is most needed, yourself or others or the environment. 